Good morning. It is just after 8 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, and that means it's time for the Sports Bite. Michael Dyan alongside Connor McKnight and Fabian Harris, and hey, look! Everybody's here and on time! Yes, it's a miracle. Miracles do happen, yes. Uh, welcome back from Pink Eye. Uh, did you figure out who farted on your <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> no, so so get this. This is, a, this is a PSA right here, okay? Okay. And this is Fabian Harris speaking to you guys out there. Uh, good morning. And wash your hands. Um, <laughs> I, I go to the view and I say, hey, I have Pink Eye. This is what they tell me. We have, you know, a spectacular staff at, this, at the view here at Western. Um but I was like, hey, so, you know, how long am I out? They said, well, yeah, we recommend that you're out uh, two, you know, two to three days or whatever. It stops being, you know, red. But if you want to go to class, that's fine, too. <laughs> and I said, um, I said, um, I'm pretty sure that's probably how I got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. And I was like, well, you know, it's OK. I'll deal with that. We'll just roll with that. So, yeah, wash your hands, guys, please. No, yeah, definitely. Number one thing that a lot of people just forget to do. It's a basic thing that we're all taught from a young Excuse age. Me, wait a minute. I, th- I think we're burying the lead. Hmm. You had a contagious disease. Oh, my God. We're looking this up now. And they were like, <laughs> nah, bro, it's fine to go to class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah they, they were like, we, we don't recommend it, but, if, I mean, we can't stop you. I mean, that's true. They can't stop <laughs> oh, you. But, like, yeah, for the greater good, like, please stop me. Chain yeah. these people down. Because that's probably – I see, I'm a clean guy. I'm, like, like a germ of folk, you know. Uh, but it could have been me just borrowing somebody's hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Put putting my finger on the hand sanitizer. You know, exactly. Then, like, you know, so Germs are spread very easily. Things, so. <laughs> well, my girlfriend's like that. Like, she'll be like, oh, I just threw up. I have the flu. All right, see, I'm going to class. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, wait, everyone wait, else sick. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, on today's anyway. show, we've got some fun things planned. We'll talk WIU volleyball first. Fabian gets a reprieve from football because at some point we will have Max Norris in studio to talk Western football. And then we'll have a lot of NBA today. We have less than a week. We will not have a show before the NBA's regular season starts because it starts on Tuesday, October 22nd. So we will have the Connor McKnight's Change My Mind, which ties in perfectly with this week because we're going to be doing conference predictions. Ooh. Very nice, very nice. In the NFL, we'll have Fabian's Change My Mind, and also we will talk about picks. This is my change my mind from... Yeah, yes, from last week. The, yes, from, that should have run last week, but you were not here, so we could. Cool. We can still try to change my mind. I, I, I've seen otherwise. They can still try, <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> Definitely won't. It's, it's solidified now. So, yeah, Western Illinois women's volleyball had two games over the weekend, and you heard both of those, if you were listening, on 88.3 The Dog. Friday night did not go so well. They were swept... Three sets to zero by Omaha and didn't look pretty. Set two looked pretty competitive, but one and three were not especially pretty. There's a lot of miscommunication that the players and and coach seemed to be unhappy with. Mm -hmm. Coaches seemed to be unhappy with. And then came Sunday against Oral Roberts, and they swept the Golden Eagles three to nothing for the first time in program history, and they beat the Golden Eagles of Oral Roberts for the first time since 2007. Wow. And they looked mighty impressive doing it. They probably realized coming off that Friday sweep that they were like, hmm, 
You know, know what? See, Mike, you're so you're you're so it, pessimistic. <laughs> you know, he <laughs> said not so great, and then they do something like that. That's great. That's pretty great. Well, no, it is. But and <laughs> and here's the great thing. Here's the what makes that game so special. Not only is it a team that, even when they've been. I mean, they haven't been above 500 in five years, but even when they've been closer to 500 or above, they haven't beaten them in 12 years. Yeah. They've always, they've no matter what, always beaten Western. Their down years, their up years, our down years, our mid years. But here's the other thing, too, is they looked, they got out to a 5 nothing. Uh, I think it was 5 nothing in set one. It was either 5 nothing or 4 nothing. Big lead in set one. Kept it the whole way and made it bigger. And then Oral Roberts kept it kind of competitive at the end. Yeah. Set two. Big lead, made bigger, beat him worse. Mm. Set three, Oral Roberts gets out in front, has the lead for most of it, or, or gets out to, I think there was a four-point spread. It was like five to one Oral Roberts in set three. Then by ten points, there was only a two-point deficit. Then by, then by like 13 they're trading back and forth constantly. We're but, just going mano a mano, yeah. and then Western gets on a run to close out. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's isn't that the the trend of we've been seeing Western do that where they start big and then blow it. Mm-hmm. But this time they found a way to stick it out, and that's the thing that that's like important about it. You you talked about the coach saying you know we had to make one and a have it. That's yep. that's how you make winning a habit right there. One of those close games because that's when you figure out, you know, what your team is made of and the stuff that you need to to actually be a winning program cuz I mean, <clears throat> this is college. A lot of great athletes are here playing collegiate sports. Yeah. They're going to make it close. It's their job. That's no, yeah. you know, and so the way, you know, you figure out that way to to win, you know, you to stick it out no matter how close it is. No. Which I feel like the football team is like, you know, almost suffering with right now is that we just got to find a way to you know win those close games just make mm-hmm. those few you know clutch plays go our way so no exactly i mean the team just did a great job i mean they they held them in the first set under 20 points and the second set to only 13 points yep. and then the third set like you said was the most competitive where it was back and forth and western only won by four but it was a comeback and that was, that was just a great sweep definitely yeah. needed that well, good program uh, recognition right there and, and here's the big thing with it too is so the two things that always get emphasized when I talk to coach is receiving the serve. Mm-hmm. And Aubrey Putman got targeted the whole weekend, and she got targeted so much they brought in Erica Moore for a little bit in the Oral Roberts game. It was receive was so much better against Oral Roberts, and I think this was their best game of the season purely because they had that that one and two. They had those sets like against yeah. Mississippi State or. Like that, or like set one against Drake, or some of these other games where it's like that right there. Bottle that, keep that. That team will make the Summit League tournament, and like they probably won't beat South Dakota, but that right there, that's a really freaking good volleyball team. Yes. And they finally were able to bottle that for an entire game. Yes. And not only finish two sets. But come from behind and then finish off a third one and finish off a sweep, their first sweep in over a month. So this was a big Sunday for them. And here's the other thing, too, that is really, really promising. The biggest issue for Western by far has been errors, has been attacking errors. Or just errors in general. Yeah. Western hit 30% on total, which is huge for them. I'm 
I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I don't think it is at all unreasonable to say that maybe other than Jackson State, there is a darn good chance that that is their best number all year by a few percentage points. Yeah. And set number two, they had only two errors. Set number one, they had four. Set number three, they had five. And set number one, they didn't have an error until like point sixteen or 17 in that set. So they were really efficient, which is something that Coach Dopey has been begging and pleading for this year. And this was a big game for them. Now they they know how to be efficient. They can have that in their brain that, hey, we were efficient closing and can't come exactly we did we did everything that we haven't been doing for the past two years we did all of that in one game in one game and and we know how to do that and let's hope they can bring that forward because their next two games are two buzz saws denver is always really good that's on sunday and then south dakota is on friday and the South Dakota Coyotes, um, on the post-game show, Coach Stopey said they were top 30 in the country. They could, depending on who wins and who loses, they could be top 25 by the time they get to um, uh, Western on Friday. The South Dakota Coyotes have not lost a game since Tuesday, September 3rd against Iowa State. Wow. They are 17-1 and on the year. So who is this again? This is South, South Dakota. Dakota. They'll lose. They'll lose. They, they, <clears throat> they, are, they have won 14 straight and have had every Summit League Player of the Week but five. Wow. Like five they individuals. Are just, yeah, and yeah. there have been like 15 it, like possible possibilities of individuals yeah. winning something now, like that. Now, has it been like just one stud? You know, running the table. No, 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 no. They're they're a they're a full team of Terminators. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. I mean, that's that's great. So I mean, Western coming off that sweep on Oral Roberts is definitely awesome. But yes, these are two definite uh, going to be two hard games to but I play. Will, I will say this though. You know that Denver team's another team that Western hasn't been able to beat. But I will say this: if you beat South Dakota. <laughs> Then all bets are off. Yeah, and go find yourself some of the title. No, exactly. I mean, and being on the road too is going to make it that much more difficult. But if Western can find a way to just keep playing that consistent volleyball like they did in that last matchup, I can definitely see this team turning that this five and five and fourteen right now. Are they? Yeah, yeah five and fourteen. They, they, I, I can see them. You know, maybe bringing this back. Well, and look, I mean, you don't have to beat Denver and South Dakota. You don't have to. You know? I mean, like, the goal, the the team-wide goal seems to be make the conference tournament. Yeah. And you've got Purdue-Fort Wayne, South Dakota State, North Dakota, North Dakota State, right in a row, two back-to-back home weekends. And you can hear all those <coughs> games here on 88 Points the Dog. <laughs> you've got, you know, you've got two back-to-back home weekends <coughs> after you go to South Dakota and Denver. Then you go to Oral Roberts in Omaha. Oral Roberts, you already know how to beat. Omaha, maybe you solved their puzzle. And then you've got South Dakota and Denver here at home to enter gear. So, you know, once again, it's it's a winnable situation. It's a No, exactly. Goal. That's exactly what it is. I mean, it'll it should be And it's one match. You don't want to overhype one match or one no. game or whatever. No, exactly. But, but still, that would be a big deal. So, moving on from volleyball to Western Illinois Leatherneck football. Look at that perfect transition. What's going on, bro? Yeah. 
Uh, timing's great, right? Yes, it is. All right, yes, I will let is. Fabian Harris take the floor. You want to talk football? Yeah, no, it's you, time. You go ahead and do your thing with football. I, I'll go ahead and just take over when it comes to like the interview thing. Go ahead. All right, I'll do my thing with football. Okay. That's what I <laughs> uh, no, no, Mike, go ahead. All right, just all right. <laughs> Western football dropped another one. They are now 0-6 on the season. They dropped 20-10 to to the Indiana State Sycamores in front of 7,200 people at Memorial Stadium in Terre Haute, Indiana. Why is every football stadium in America called Memorial? Just had to say that. Terre Haute, Indiana. <laughs> end of kickoff time, 1 o'clock, end of game, 4.08. It was a cool one, 50 degrees as it's been in the Midwest. No scoring in the first but second quarter. Western caps off a long drive. Connor Sampson to Jared Drake for a 23-yard pass. Nathan Erickson, 38-yard field goal at the end of the first half to make it 10 to nothing. And at this point, things look pretty good. Western's up 10 nothing. Defense is playing really well. Shut out Indiana State so far in the first half. Got some opportunities. The Erickson field goal as a result of a recovered muffed punt. And even though, you know, there may have been an opportunity cost with that, you probably could have scored a touchdown. But, hey, still, 10 nothing, good lead at half, one of your best games all season. And then here comes Indiana State in the second half. With eight minutes left, Dakota Canton gets a pass from Kurt Wildman from three yards away on a bootleg, 10-7 to Western Illinois. Jerry Nunez uh, ties it late in the third, makes it 10-10. Kurt Wildman from Dakota Can- or to Dakota Canton, Puts the Indiana State Sycamores ahead for good with 8.30 left in the fourth. It's 17-10. to 10. And then Nunez, a field goal for the extra insurance with three minutes to go. 20-10. to 10. That is your final score. Stat line for both sides. Sampson has a bit of a rough day. 15-34, 102 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Sacked four times once again. We'll talk about that more when we talk about them going against ISU. On the ground, Max Norris, three attempts, 46 yards. Tony Tate, three attempts, 29 yards. Deontes Thompson, seven attempts, 27 yards. The ground game as a whole, losses and gains included, 143 yards, no touchdowns. But the big killer for this one looked like it was the, on paper anyway, it was the Indiana State rushing game. 46 attempts for them, 210 yards, that's 4.2 per carry. Indiana State used two quarterbacks in the game, Curl Waterman, who had two touchdowns, and Gunnar C., who was 7-12 with 51 yards, no touchdowns, and Western was only able to get to Indiana State's quarterback one time. So this is, you know, it, it kind of sounds like volleyball to me, where you have a good first half or a good first set or a good first two sets or whatever it is, and then you just cannot finish this off. And once again, it's another beatable team that if this was, you know, if they weren't 0-5 already, you probably would have been favored in. Yeah. Just another one of those games. So, like, I mean, just like I said with volleyball, you know, I kind of alluded to it earlier. It's just a find, finding a way to finish those games out. It's been a couple times this year we've seen Weston has been right there on the cusp of winning. You know, and a couple key plays go the wrong way. You know, the ball just bounces the wrong way, uh, i.e. the uh, punt situation debacle yep. against Montana. Like, it's things like that. Uh, if the ball bounces the right way, you're, you're in the game or you're winning that game. So uh, it's just finding that way to win. After you find that first way to win, it, it becomes contagious and you just keep on winning, you know. And that's going to be a challenge because next up is the Illinois State Redbirds. 
And that team is really good. And I saw that I saw James Robinson face my Hersher Tigers when he was in the high school state playoffs when he was at Rockford Lutheran. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, that 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 was a um that is and just for perspective you think, well, it's some crappy country high school. No so we had just that was in twenty fifteen. And my Hersher Tigers had just beaten our arch-rival Bishop McNamara fighting Irish. We'd played for the first time since 1988. And in that game, McNamara's running back went to Central Michigan. Mm. Their starting running back, Jonathan Ward, who we limited to like 40 yards on 35 carries. He wound up Mm -hmm. going to Central Michigan and was starting for the last time I checked. So that was a good run defense that had stopped D1 Town before, and James Robinson had like 300 yards rushing. Goodness gracious. Yeah, he's a ridiculous human. Well, I mean, I saw a little bit of tape of him, and I mean, he's one of those people that just run with his shoulders forward, almost like this guy next to me, just run with his shoulders forward. So even if you stop him, he's going to fall forward for at least three more yards. So you give him two yards, that's a five-yard per carry back, and that's elite. That's elite level. So... um, I think the main thing is is just discipline this week. If the defense stays disciplined, they've shown they can stifle good run games. Uh, they stay disciplined. It's also rivalry week, rivalry week, mm-hmm. and you've seen you know people become you know heroes with capes on during rivalry week. Just like no, exactly. Lose to that team. I, I think it's going to be a good one here at Hanson Field. You know, it might be electric. Well, and I'm starting. I'm wondering if there's not going to be something extracurricular going on in this game because that Missouri State game. By the end of that game, it looked like somebody was going to throw a punch. <laughs> so no, seriously, somebody was going to throw. Not, I'm not saying like Westerns at fall. I'm just saying what like that. The first Valley game here at home, somebody looked like the punch was about to get thrown at various times throughout that game. And this is ISU and Western, and ISU thinks they're better at everything. <laughs> So th- this will be an interesting game. Like, you know, let's see what just what it is that impacts the game, and it may not be all on the field. Well, like I said, this Western team, you've seen them go against everyone, you know, toe-to-toe and, and will not back down. So you got a team that's pompous, ISU, you know, the, the who we know who they are. Yeah. yeah. And if they come in here acting as if they're, you know, everything on earth, it's a couple people that would love to bring them down their level. Oh, exactly. We, we'll stay composed, but they they might get frustrated and throw a punch. I, I believe you know that, that that's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And speaking of Western Illinois football, Fabian Harris, I'll let you handle the guest. So yeah, um, can we go ahead and take it away, my friend? Yeah, yeah. Can we just like go to a quick commercial? We'll come back. And we'll, we'll okay. Get yeah, you yep. want to go to a break first? Yep. All right. When we get back, we've got Mac Norris in studio. This is the Sports Bite 88.3 The Dog, Fabian Harris, Connor McKnight. Hey, everybody's actually here this week. And they were here before 8.45, yep. Connor. Okay. We'll okay. You're going to throw me under the bus. Back <laughs> 88.3 The Dog, Michael Lyon, Fabian Harris, and Connor McKnight. Thank you very much for to Max Norris for joining us for the interview. All right. Let's get into the NBA. The season is under a week away. Preseason is just about over. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. This is going to be the most interesting the league has been in a very long time. No. I can give you like an exact season, actually. Okay. 2012. Derrick Rose MVP year. That was an interesting time in the league. That the Eastern Conference was stacked. That was when LeBron was on the Heat. 
and it wasn't just this is after the Heat had already been, you know, deemed vulnerable. Yeah. By the Dallas Mavericks. Because um, I think they lost that last yeah, year. They lost the year before. Yeah. That. And Derrick Rose wins MVP. The anti-LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Paul George and, and the Indiana Pacers were looking very solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma City was emerging as a young contender out of the West. Um, it, the yeah, that was when they were making the Western Conference Finals all the time. Even the Thunder yep. were definitely on well, top. Well, they always the were until KD betrayed yeah. us. But it doesn't matter. Yep. Westbrook yep. on the Rockets. I'm a Rockets fan now. So uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so you want to talk basketball, Mike? Yes, I do want to talk basketball. What do you want to talk about in basketball? Because I got a whole spiel for you. We are. I got a whole to, plate. We are going to cover. Uh-huh. Um, is we are going to cover how to do ner- no I'm kidding um, <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you oh. big man come on um, we are going to cover the NBA season and we are going to talk about how we think the conferences are going to shake out and we're going to start with the East alright All right, I'm, I'm game so, I'm game let's see. let me go ahead and pull up my I would like here. we'll kind of go down the pecking order here yep. um, I would like from one of you two we can start with whoever Okay. I want the number <laughs> it's fine, one yeah. seed in the east number one seed in the east isn't that a little unfair no number one yes no right. I mean I'm looking at it uh, I gotta say just because I, I don't really know not that I don't think KD and Kyrie aren't going to be able to run that team and run the KD's east not coming back this year Oh, he's not. No, they. Yes. They say there's. I thought he. Was, no, they say they said he's hopeful to come. They say he's making like great return gains. He's not gonna. It's and not, if he does, it's really late. It's not so, Kevin Durant. Oh, okay. So you know, like even if he comes back, it's not gonna be. I thought he was coming back a lot sooner than that. So that's the weird thing with Brooklyn is they have KD and Kyrie, but KD's not gonna be back until like the very end of the year. So that's what. So that's where. Brooklyn is kind of au- Brooklyn is kind of awkward for me. Too, yeah, because that's why Brooklyn I was just gonna a solid s- squad still. Exactly, they're still a solid squad. Ky- Kyrie, say what you want about him and the Celtics. Um, say what you want about Kyrie and the Celtics. Kyrie knows how to win a couple games here and there. Yeah, you know he, he's he definitely hindered the growth of that Celtics team, but that's because they wanted to make too many people the guy. Mm-hmm. You know they they were really pushing a big Jason Tatum. Uh, development. They they wanted Gordon Hayward to be Gordon Hayward from the Utah Jazz after his injury, uh, and then they also wanted to throw Kyrie in the mix, and it was like too many. It just didn't work. in the mix, yeah. pot, you know. It became uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Skittle Skittle Chili. Have you ever yeah, seen that? Uh, no, it's uh, Skittle Chili. It's, a, it's from a TV show, but just yeah. something something that doesn't work, yeah, exactly. obviously. <laughs> Um, but no, speaking of what you said about that, I thought KD was going to be coming back a lot sooner, so I would agree with you. I'm a little bit on the fence about the Nets, but looking at the East right now, I mean, I, I might have to once again give it to the Bucks just because Antetokounmpo and those Bucks know how to win games. He knows how to win games for them. I, I think they might take the first seed this year, or maybe potentially Philadelphia. They they finished third seed last year, I believe. So. So here's my problem with Philly. Here's my problem with Philly. The Bucks team just gels well. Yes. Yes. Kumpo is an MVP. Yes. You know, and he's developing a jump shot I heard this year. Like even more lethal jump shot where, you know, his his jump shot last year, if you left him open, he wasn't Ben Simmons. He'll, he'll shoot it and sometimes he'll make it. Yeah. Um, my thing with Philly, though, if we're talking about – that's why I asked you at the beginning. I said, are we talking about our – conference leader sans injury you know without injury because no no no. just with 
Uh, oh, well, it, um, <coughs> assuming health from this point. Assuming health from this point. So, so if, like, like KD is out of the picture for Brooklyn, uh-huh. but and we are we are assuming Embiid will play 82 games and not 40. Yeah. Are you insane? Embiid will never play 82 games. <laughs> Just because load management is a thing. Even if he's healthy, he won't play. He'll play 60 at best. But if Embiid plays 82 games miraculously by some odd you know, feat of nature, uh, that team is going to win 65 games. I told really? you. I told you, Mike. Joel Embiid is one of the most dominant players in the NBA. Top 10 for sure. When healthy. When healthy. Top 10 for sure. Last year in the playoffs, <laughs> last year in the playoffs, his biggest knock towards him is that everybody was like, oh my gosh, he looks out of shape and, not, and non-conditioned. Well, when you don't play for half the season like always, you have an injury, you're going to look a little out of shape and unhealthy in the fourth quarter. That's, that's how you're going to look. But if he's playing an 82-game season, I don't see many teams beating this this Philadelphia no, team. The, I, ben Simmons yeah. is looking fluid, not just with his playmaking. And I think team. he can shoot now, mm, or he's I getting, or or he or or he's, he's work he's working on it. Well, not just that. <laughs> it. It was a clip the other day that that like really shocked me. Ben Simmons did a pull up. Now that's I don't care about a three. Uh, Russell Westbrook was very lethal with that OKC team we were speaking of yeah. back in 2012, 2013. Yeah, with just pull ups from the elbow. And Ben Simmons hit a pull-up from the elbow, contested on the Celtics, not some high school team like he hit the three on. You know, <laughs> and if he can bring that 6'10 into his arsenal along with his his top-notch playmaking mm-hmm. and his freakish athleticism and finishing ability at the rim, you give some space to Joel down there to do the thing he does, which is dominate. I see Joel averaging something around 28 a game, Ben Simmons averaging. If Ben Simmons can average 20 and, and 12, 12, you know, something like that, that team's going to win 65 games. Yep. So it looks like we have Bucks at one seed. Yep. And then I'll take Bucks at one in the, the East. The next team off the board is Philly at the two seed. No, or, at the one seed. Well, well, but we're Fabian's got the one seed. Oh. 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 We well, let me get the one seed. He'll get the two seed. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. No, because, <laughs> well, no, and the reason I'm saying no to that is because I agree with Connor that the Bucks are going to be the one seed. So, you know, really? two votes to one. Yes. What 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 is you realize they lost the the biggest piece of them having all that momentum, right? Malcolm Brogdon isn't on that team anymore. Who's their point guard? Giannis. Okay, that's cool and all. Chris Middleton, Giannis. Chris Middleton had a breakout year. That's not something he's consistently done, which is hit at that such such a high clip like that. Like you have you had uh, Brook Lopez giving you a couple threes here and there, which that's been progressing. But I mean, think about this man is what 30, 32 now. This that team is is starting to age. Giannis is the only young piece, really. Yeah, and they meshed well because of Malcolm Brogdon early in the season. That's why people thought that they would be finals contenders. Is because of how elite Brogdon was playing. He was playing like that rookie of the year that he won, and which was considered the worst rookie of the year of all time. But still, n- n- nevertheless, no, Michael of the year. Carter Williams. Michael Carter Williams, what? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Worst rookie of the year. I mean, he was looking good, dude. Almost triple double. But yeah. <laughs> he was like, was. remember when he was on he the Bulls? Was. He, he had a strange. No, I prefer not to. <laughs> exactly. Do you guys right. know? I mean, I, this might be a little random, and I just might be stupid. There's another onto the combo on the Bucks. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's two. Had two brothers. Yeah, and his other brothers on the. Uh, yeah, his the the Lakers. No, really. Is he? 
Yep, they signed another one. That's that's a that's a. Minor he's playing game. with his brother, yeah. who isn't game. a. Uh, he averages sixteen points a game, but I, I I just realized that I didn't know he was going to be playing with his brother yeah. or one of his brothers. Yeah. So all right, so well, let's get let's get moving on here. Yeah, yeah. With, for for the three seed, I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics just because you know Brooklyn won't be healthy enough and they won't be at Boston's level until come playoff time. Connor McKnight and we guys. Speed up because we still got picks to go through and we got to go through the West. Yeah, so yep, Connor yep. McKnight, your four seed. My four seed, I might have to go with <coughs> the uh, the Nets. I'll, I'll I'll take the Nets in the four seed just because of the fact. I mean, I won't key in on it too much. They still have Kyrie. They still got um, Jared Allen, who's a good uh, coming up center. He's been he he he, he played very well last year, and. Um, so I I think with Kyrie's playmaking and the the pieces he has around him without KD they are gonna be a four seed but obviously they won't top the conference. All right, Fabian Harris, the fifth seed in the East. Let me just run through you five through eight real quick, just because if I say it, people will be like, "What?" So fifth seed in the East, I got the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. Do you think Jimmy nope. Butler, Tyler, Tyler nope. Hero? I got I got the Heat. I got the Heat because. This Heat team has been mediocre with nothing. They have Jimmy. Jimmy's a ball player. Yeah. I got I got Miami Heat. Then I have the Pacers because I don't know how Oladipo's okay. coming back. Uh, then I have the Wizards. Mm-hmm. If John Wall can not be a terrible person for <laughs> just half a season and they actually incorporate him and Brad Bill like they used to do. And then uh, – so that's seven, right? Mm-hmm. And then eight. I have, I have a sleeper. I have the Atlanta Hawks. I have the Atlanta Hawks at eight. I mean, I can see the Atlanta Hawks are coming up team. Uh, All right, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> the guy who's on NBA crack over here. <laughs> what do you mean? Atlanta so, Hawks is a young you know, actually, nucleus. You know, like our own one through eight, uh, our own five through eight is not the worst idea in the world. Um, so I'll just do that. Indiana yeah. is five. Okay, understandable. Um, Orlando is six. Mm, I don't believe that. Okay, idea. what? It's all centered around Vucevic and Augustine. Come on now. That, yep. that'll, that'll I, I love Nico Vuce and I really like Jonathan Isaac. Um, Jonathan Isaac? They really have Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Even over here like, wait, what? Hawks? Seven is the Toronto Raptors. I don't think they will miss the playoffs without Kawhi. <laughs> they won't be nearly as good, but they will not miss the playoffs. So you're telling me Kyle chokes a lot, Lowry? They will make <laughs> the playoffs, not do good in them. Kyle has never did anything good in his life. No, <laughs> 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 no that's, that's, too, that's too harsh. Kyle Lowry is nothing without DeMar DeRozan. and Kyle Lowry is nothing without Kawhi Leonard. They will be the he seventh. And he's thirty-two. Hey, it's got Siakam now. As as in the eighth <laughs> seed in the East, I'm going to put a little bit of faith, and I'm going to say the Bulls because they have <laughs> they have enough talent at this point that they should be the freaking eighth seed, or at what, least go five hundred. Laurie Markkinen. Laurie Markkinen. Walt Lemon Jr. is gone. Lori Markin is a top 50 player in the NBA, okay. and so is Zach. Hold on, hold on. Top 50 player. Zion is a top 50 player in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> they have two top 50 players. Otto is not a bad role player. We don't know what Wendell Hold Carter on. Did is you just call Otto Porter the, the million-dollar man, Otto Porter? He's uh, not bad. He is. He no, is bad. he isn't. Who's better, Jonathan Isaac or Otto Porter? The, Otto Porter. He's a 3 and D guy. They both suck equally wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Covington, but a little worse. Exactly. Robert Covington. Covers is not top fifty. 
He's not. He's not. <laughs> one of the best role players in the league. You role player is not top 50. Oh my. Okay, go no, ahead. Go. Bring out the boxing gloves. Go ahead, Connor. Let's uh, move on. Porter isn't bad. Your yeah, Bulls won't win 20 games this year. Wow. Put a bet on it right now. Wow. Put a bet on it right now. The bench is more talented than it's been. The starting lineup is talented. There's more talent in that starting lineup you than want, in the stupid you, heat. You want to know who's a top 50 player, 3 and D player? You know you, you want to know who that was? <laughs> Nicholas Batum. You know who was a top 50 player, like an actual player? Batum hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Kimball Walker. Who knows who's a good role player? Jeremy Lamb. Guess what team they play for? The Hornets. Nope. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what your recipe just no gave Hornets. me, okay? That's what your recipe <laughs> just gave me. They had those, and they there's, sucked. There's two top 50 players in a top And it's like, it's not like your coach is somebody, right? You have Zach Levine. That, well, yes, Zach Levine is like, holding them back. like you didn't even coaches. mention Zach Levine. Zach Levine is actually the other top 50 player. That's what I said. I said there's No, you said Otto Porter. You said Otto Porter no, was no, top no, no, 50. No, he was saying he was good. No. No, I said Zach and Lowry are two top 50 players. And Otto Porter's decent. Zach, if Zach Levine can average 28 this year, which he, he has the capability of it. He has shooting and slashing. But if he averages 28, then I guess you may maybe miss the playoffs by one game because you're garbage. The Bulls, <laughs> the Bulls will probably be under 500, but they'll make the playoffs because the rest of the East is just a pile of trash. You yeah. have a poor man's freaking in, Chris Stapps Porzingis. Including <laughs> the Miami Heat. That and once again, Jimmy Butler will be off of that team midway through the year because no, he, he is a locker room. Death Did you though. not see his press conference? He was like, "I'm not a bad person, guys." Like that, Jimmy. Jimmy is the Antonio Brown of the NBA. Wow, that's, Jimmy Butler is Antonio ooh. Brown. That's risky. Except he's not as good. Are you insane? Do you people don't understand Jimmy? It's okay. All Just because right. he left you bombs. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> no, let, Yo, I'm no. Gonna, I'm, let's move. He's gotten run out of every time he's played in. Let's move on to the West. Yeah, I'm pretty sure fine. you left Chicago. Fine, my 5 through 8 picks. It's fine. Oh, I'm right. Just kidding. Connor, <laughs> five, three. Yeah, we didn't um, do this thing. No, okay, no, real quick. I'll say, I'll say um, uh, Pacers at 5, Wizards at 6. I might, you know what? I, I got to say, I might go the Pistons at 7. 7 or 8. I should say, and then the Raptors. You said the the seven worst seven, teams. No, you said the worst no, no, seven. My my seventh in the in the East. Are, is are you one of those Derrick Rose hypes? No. Oh. I mean, I, I mean oh, Griffin I, and Andre Drummond should make the playoffs. Did you see the trade, bro? The uh, possible trade for no. what? D'Angelo Russell to the Pistons no. for for Andre Drummond. No. And like no. pieces. No, no. If no. if the Golden State can pull it off, they're gonna be like. I mean, I don't see why not because they do have two star caliber point guards. As much as they'll find a way to well, make it work, and I'm sure D'Angelo Russell isn't upset he's going to be the sixth man. But Steph, remember, Steph is sitting at 6'3", D'Lo is sitting at 6'5", Clay was sitting at just 6'7". You know, so while Clay is out, yeah, D'Lo no, no, you're right, too. you're right. He'll, so, he'll he'll be playing. Well, I forgot I forgot talking, Clay was out, but I've always heard rumors of D'Lo being traded. Well, no, like, the D'Angelo Russell signing to the Golden State Warriors was we're going to trade him when Clay Thompson comes back and get something else and get our big three back. But they say that's what that is. They say Clay's not coming back to at least January now. Well, yeah, that's the thing though. Is that that trade and, the, and the trade through. deadline is what in January, February? Like, no, it's, 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 it's right, January. Yeah, it's like January like 14th. It's right before uh, All Star. Oh, All right, let's get it rolling. Yeah. All right, Western Conference, come on, let's do it. Um, the Western Conference, the number one seed for me. Just roll through the all New your Orleans eight. Just roll Pelicans. through all your This is the change my mind yep. for the week. Oh, we, we had just... no comments, so rip. Uh, <laughs> the Clippers are the number one seed in the West. You're insane. 
Tell, Stop. Change my mind. Being okay. Change my mind. Is it yours? Is your yeah. mind too? Is both your minds? It's yes. it's it's okay. We posted on the page. Okay. Okay. Great. You ready? Yeah. I'm yep. going to change it up. Here we go. LeBron James. <laughs> Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's not just that. You have a Clippers team with a underdeveloped coach, and yes, I call Doc Rivers an underdeveloped coach. He can't <laughs> teach. Look. He can't teach. He's going to turn him off. He he was great when he had. Washed up stars that were willing to buy into his scheme. You have two ISO gods in Paul George. What you talking about the Clippers team from last year? There was no better defensive team in the league than the Clippers. Are you? You talk serious? about the okay. You you put two people in the in the. Okay, I understand you're like, oh, we got two defensive people and Paul George who led the league in steals and Kawhi Leonard who's one of them. Yeah, Pat, of course, and Pat Bev. I'm saying those guys are there. You added two new defensive guys. This is what I'm trying to tell you. That team last year won off of grit, right? They were that, that that underdog team that just happened to pull it out. Adding these two players, Paul George, who hasn't won anything, Kawhi, who is probably one of the best basketball players in the NBA, who will only play twenty games, like he's his low management. Do you understand? He's not. Y'all not. You guys are going to make it to the playoffs, and y'all might win the championship, but not the number one seed. Paul George is even out what until no, uh, late November with his shoulder. That's twenty games right there, or ten games right there. Come on, true, yeah, <laughs> true, right. true. That true. That makes sense. Uh, my number two seed in the West this year. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Denver because they're a cohesive unit. They're together, and in the regular season, while some of the other teams with stars have growing pains, I'm not saying they'll be the second best team in the West. I'm saying the regular season, Denver's my two seed. Houston's my three, the Lakers are my four, and then five through eight is basically just a mishmash, grab bag. Portland will be there. I think Portland's probably five. Um, The Warriors, six. Utah, seven. And Dallas, eight. I can see that. Okay. I can see that. Number one, you said the Spurs are going to miss the playoffs. Yes. I understand that. I, most people are scared to, you know, admit that. No, yeah. Just because of, you know, Popovich's reign. But uh, number one seed is the Houston Rockets. Okay. Uh, no. It, we're, we're going off people who are healthy. Right. Correct? Right. Okay. Russell Harden did not work they in were OKC. Th- Why is it going to work now? It did work in OKC. The only reason that Harden Where's was... Where's the title? Huh? Where's the title? <laughs> now the Heat took Listen, it from us. Where's the title? We had a the terrible Heat took coach. it from us. We had a terrible coach. How do you have that much talent and not win? That's all that was. And the Heat... Because you, that doesn't work together. It does work together. The only reason why it didn't work in OKC is because Harden was an underdeveloped defender, so they had to bring him off. The, they couldn't start him. They, they started a, a weak Thabo Cephalosha who couldn't score. But Harden now is what? Top four, top four in the, uh, in the league and still... And an MVP. Efficiency. efficiency has tripled since he's been in OKC. His defense efficiency tripled. So... And, and we're also going that they're healthy for the rest of the year. I was like, year. I'm out. <laughs> so, Houston Rockets are the number one seed. Yeah, just run through them. Lakers are number two. Mm-hmm. Then three, I can go with uh, the the uh, the Clippers. Four, I have Golden State. If they can actually, like... Uh, I mean, because like, they didn't, as much as they lost people... They didn't lose like a whole bunch of key players that aren't going to be able to perform other than Clay being injured. Yeah, it's Steph. We're saying Steph's going to stay injured this whole year. Yeah, they, they said they're going to play <coughs> Steph eighty-two games. Four, Golden State. Five, um, Denver. Okay. Six. You know, six. I'll go Portland. Seven. I'll go. Seven. I'll go Utah. Eight. I actually. Yeah, I'll do it. What the heck. 
Sacramento Kings, AC. Wow. Like you know what? I actually really like that. I did not think about that. But, no, so real quick for me, first seed Clippers, second seed Houston Rockets, third seed Denver Nuggets, fourth seed is going to be – actually, no, sorry. Three, third seed will be the Lakers, fourth seed will be Denver, fifth seed will be the Warriors, sixth will be Portland, seven will be the Jazz. And you know what? I, I'll, I'll take that bet with you, too, with saying the Kings will make it. Barely. Uh, by the way, I've got my change my mind for next week. Oh, sure. he's already got it. Joel Embiid is not a top three center in the NBA. Top three center? Are you crazy, yes. Mike? Mike, <laughs> you said top ten player. You said no. Name three centers. Nico Jokic. Yes. Um, Anthony Davis is listed at center now. Okay. He's, I know he's a power forward. I'll take no. I'll take that. I'll he's take it. Listed at the center. I'll take that. Come on. And say Vucevic, and I will jump across this table on you, Mike. I oh, will. Please say it because I want to see that. He's ready. He's in the football stands. Where has he <laughs> been listing Kristaps? Because he's been getting time at five. You can you can have him at center. He's not he's not better than Joel. You can put him at center in your crazy imagination. Right <laughs> he's not better than Joel. Like, you I know also that. think that in the Boston system, <laughs> Al Horford is better. No, 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 no. Because in that's in that in the aspect of that in the Magic system, Vucevic is quote unquote better. The, the the Sixers were very congested last year, so Embiid didn't get to shine. But do you see what this man does now? Get granted, he's overhyped to a degree. Well, they they no, say he's no, the no, best no, player. If you're gonna go off like talent, talent, Carl Anthony Towns, the Joel Embiid should be right here oh my, fighting. Carl Anthony Embiid. Towns. I don't know what's wrong Anthony, with the Timberwolves. Should be like the top three centers in the league should be some combination of Davis, Towns, and Embiid. If we're going off potential, but we're not going off potential, we're going off what actually happens. Okay, off what actually happens, Embiid. Went toe to toe with last year's MVP and beat him, and beat him. He went toe to toe multiple times and outplayed Giannis. 